I'll pass on that. And you say your love's real, I laugh at that. Cause when he's gone, you say the same about the next guy. How better man you cash on that? You break up. Hello? Hold on right quick, let me turn this down. Yo, what's good? Yeah, I hear you. But sometimes y'all be so caught up on being pursued, y'all fail to reciprocate the same energy. Okay, but I'm tired of running into dudes who can't plan a day for nothing. Always, I don't know, it's up to you. <laughs> okay, but look, even when we do plan a date, y'all don't show up on time. But y'all be acting like y'all can't wait a minute till we get there. I mean, Okay, okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. Look, we can go back and forth on this all day, but I think we both can agree. Day name easy. <laughs> What's good? This is the Day Name Easy podcast, and I'm your host, Bruce O, here with another episode. And today we are diving into some dialogue with the fellas. Uh, one of my biggest goals this season is to have more men on the podcast. And I know that's a little bit difficult because men aren't as open to talk about some of these things as women are. But I think it's important for us to have a safe space, a, a space to just be able to vent. Um, to hold each other accountable, to help each other grow, and just to speak our minds as freely as possible. So uh, ladies and fellas, if y'all listening, man, if y'all want to be on the podcast, if y'all know a guy that wants to be on the podcast and does not mind, you know, having these conversations with each other, please send them my way, whether it is on the Dating Ain't Easy uh, IG page, that's dating underscore ain't underscore easy, or uh, you can email me at daeforme at gmail.com. Um, like I said, I really appreciate the ones who have been on the show. Last season, we did a good job of having a decent amount of men. But this year, I do want to have more men. And I want to have um, a few episodes where it's just only men and we are able to just voice you know, our opinions and stuff. Uh, so please go ahead and uh, send their information my way. But without further ado, let's go ahead and introduce these guests. And I just want y'all fellas to go ahead and give y'all names, y'all age, your sign and your dating status, and if you have absolutely anything to promote at this time, please do that as well. Yes, yo, yo, this is Curvin. I'm 30, Sagittarius all day, and right now I'm currently in a loving relationship. It's Trill, aka Trill the Truth, your boy. I'm 29. I'm the most hated of all signs. I'm a Gemini. <laughs> I am also in a in a relationship. And I have a couple things that I promote. Uh, one, most sought-after luxurious streetwear, up, up-and-coming streetwear brand, Play It Crazy. Uh, we have a new fall release coming, so uh, check out Play It Crazy Official on IG. Uh, I am also a physical fitness trainer. I train at Jab's Gym, downtown Eastern Market, Detroit. Uh, so you can get with me there. I also create personalized workout plans and i do in-person personal training so that's yeah. what's up bro so first off trail this is your second time on the show bro so welcome yes, back i know you're doing big things so tap in with my man's on the on the play it crazy brand as well as the workout plans bag with that and curve welcome to the podcast i appreciate both of y'all for being here thank you for and having uh me. yeah with it being the first all-male episode man i i, I needed my boys here because i know y'all Y'all know how to just vent and, and say how y'all feel without sugarcoating it. So it's always important to have those type of people on my show. Um, but without further ado, let's go ahead and hop into this first topic, which is mental health. And I think mental health with men is a little bit different. First off, I'm a big advocate for mental health, whether it's with you know going to therapy or having somebody to vent to, um, or just being in a circle with men who are going to allow you to be yourself and, and say your problems and not try to look down on you for it. 
whatever the case may be, I think that is very important. So, fellas, how important is it to have your mental health or your just your the right mindset when going into dating? Um, when you're looking for somebody seriously, uh, what what do you, what type of things first off do y'all do to get yourself ready uh, for that move when it when y'all ready to do it? First off, both of y'all in a relationship, so y'all have already made that decision. What things did y'all do to make sure y'all was ready for what y'all are in currently in at this time? First of all, mental health and mental checks are something that comes with age. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's just been more of a, a conversation as of late. It's something that has been aware of that people are bringing to the table honestly in the last year or two with the onset of COVID there's been a a major focus for all mental health and people are diving into all areas that were never looked at with with such uh, depth before so Mm -hmm. I mean me personally I think it's always good to know who you are before entering into a relationship or deciding that you want to bring someone else into your life. It's a lot of mental checks that you have to go go to. And one of those things is purpose. Like what what is the reason that you want to date? Mm. What is the reason that you want to bring someone else into your life? And what do you have to offer them? Whether yeah. that's a girlfriend, fiance, wife, you have to be able to provide s- some value in order to to want that. Yeah. So mentally, you have to be sound, you have to be passionate you have to it's something that you have to want it's something that you have to be open to being corrected and it's not just going to be your way yeah you you are choosing to join lives and intertwine with somebody else you have to be willing to work together and mentally that's not always the easiest thing to do nah, you're not nah, going to nah. have <laughs> good nah. days all the time you're not going to want to talk all the time but mm-hmm. you have to you have to look at it as a true partnership something that you've willingly yes. chose to enter into yeah. Uh, so for me, the the mental checks that I do is one, I like when I get frustrated or get angry, I have to look at it like, hey, is this actually something they're doing or is this something that's going on with me mm. personally? Is this something that I am projecting onto them for reasons that I haven't dealt with first? Yeah. So I always, I, I'm a big component and advocate for self-reflection. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to do that all the time. I'm going to do that before I respond most of the time. And even if we have a a deep conversation, I'm going to say, Hey, I understand that this is how you are feeling right now, but I need to take a step back. I need to process Mm -hmm. everything that we've talked about and I will come back to you with a response. Well, first off, man, you got into a lot right there. (laughs) And and that's real though. I think, I think it's, I think it's necessary for one, one of the things that I thought was really good was the you gotta want this because a lot of people want stuff but then aren't prepared for it. Most so definitely. if you want it, you gotta make the, the proper changes and, and growth in your life in order and healing and all of that before yes. you go ahead and jump. Like if you want a new car, you go ahead and try to buy with whatever credit score you got and it ain't good enough, it's gonna cost you a whole lot more money. Yeah, it's the same thing with relationships, <laughs> man. Like you, you got to be ready beforehand, otherwise it's gonna cost you in the long run. So, uh, I think it's very important that just not only wanting it, but preparing yourself mentally to to actually be the best possible partner, boyfriend, whatever it is, uh, uh, co-parent, whatever you doing, whatever your goal is at the end of dating, uh, or not the end, but you know while dating, I think it's important to prepare yourself and really make the necessary changes to be uh, prepared for that. Um, so yeah, that was off rip. You know, that's on point. Yeah. Uh, Secondly, 
self-reflection, man. I think that's huge. I think we got to do that when we single, even before dating. And, I, and I, I'm pretty sure you did that before dating as well. But I think it's important for us as men to, to do some self-reflecting to make sure we're ready for what we want. Um, I think many times it just sounds good at the moment. And maybe we don't have the circle around us. Maybe we don't have the people around us to check us and make us really reflect on ourselves too. But whatever it is you want in life, you got to make sure that you prepare for it because you'll go out there and you'll jump into it, to it too soon and you'll you'll play yourself. So um, that self-reflecting is top tier to me for sure. What about you, Kurt? You got anything to add to that? Oh, yeah, definitely. So um, I agree with Terrell when it comes to uh, categorizing uh, the difference with age group, you know, pre-teens, uh, mm-hmm. teens, and then, you know, early 20s, and then so on and so forth. And um, I love how you said, like, mental check. I feel like um, going in into a relationship, you have to self-reflect and remind yourself your past always affects your future. Mm-hmm. So you have to make sure that if you're coming out of a relationship or if you're coming out of something abusive, whatever the case may be, that it's not going to affect your future. That's that healing. Yeah. That's that yes, healing. Yeah. Healing is very important. You know, I'm 30 years old, so there was a lot of um, content that never left me. Not to say that my past affected the, the relationships or the friendships I had with different women, but I allowed it to build. And the more that you allow that to build, it applied pressure on your mental because mm-hmm. you're not allowing it to release. Didn't have somebody to talk to, or you didn't. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Didn't yeah. have no, nobody to uh, talk to, and uh, you know, med- meditation, or uh, jot notes down for mm-hmm. yourself about what's going on. So, you as as all this is p- piling up on you, and uh, the pressure is on, and you're not realizing it, you can be the problem. Yeah, and you could be the poison of something that's good in front of you, but you're so conflicted on blaming. Your, your your partner that you haven't had just time to heal and it goes with women too mm-hmm. and the reason why I know that because I spoke to so many ladies I, I love women and the reason why I speak to them is not because of sex it's because I needed to understand their language and where they're coming from mm-hmm. and out of these topics that we talked about it was nobody had the time to heal mm. you know and even when you got a relationship and it's been like a year it's probably still too soon, like you said, yeah. Bruce, to jump in because it was right at that moment. You know, that person gave you something that that person didn't give you, but then you're still doing the same selfish acts. Yeah. You're still yeah. arguing and not listening to your partner and um, accountability. Yeah, and I think I think the healing part is... So we had an episode last season where we talked about oh, healing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think that healing is something that I don't want to ever put a time limit on healing because healing is always different for every person. Um, so like you said, it could be a year. And if you haven't done the work in that year, you may still need a whole another year to get the, the actual healing done. Um, but a lot of people try to rush past the healing because they just want, they don't like being by themselves. They don't want right. to. And I think men are just as, you know, we may not do it as far as women do because women sometimes do it with relationships. Right. We do it with sex, right? And I was so, about to say we yeah. we are at times worse. Yeah, definitely. We, we yeah. are going to take the time to dive into our emotions, dive into the reasons why mm-hmm. we've made this woman feel this type of way, the reasons why right. they're lashing out because we haven't done the work on ourselves, yeah. we haven't done the healing mm-hmm. on ourselves, yeah. and we will justify any of it. Even talking to our boys, we'll justify it by 
hop, by, by bed hopping and like, uh-huh. you know, like that's that really doesn't help you at all either yeah like the at the age that we are now it doesn't help you at all nah, it's like it bro, you are prolonging the healing and to, to what you really want yeah, it's out. a short-term satisfaction for a long-term problem that ain't gonna be healed right from that short-term mm-hmm. satisfaction so uh, I think a lot of times, yeah, we do, especially after a bad breakup or something, our first thing is to go ahead and, and go ahead and hop back out in the streets, mm-hmm. do our thing and, and have fun with it. And then we be thinking it's cool, but we have done no work on ourselves. It's nothing, empty. Nothing. Yeah, it's very, it's very, very empty. empty. Yeah. And we end up in more situationships after relationships too, because it's like, we yes. want somebody to spend time with, we want somebody yes. to, you know, fill our little free time with so we keep that person around they may want a relationship right and we we like whatever we, mm-hmm. we i know you want one but i just kind of want your company so we end up hurting other people mm-hmm. in the process of the time we should have been spending you know healing and doing doing mm-hmm. ourselves better and, and you know growing and maturing in that time frame can we do a quick caveat to that yeah yeah for because sure because a situationship is a relationship Oh, yeah. All it is is yeah. more talks about the relationship, but you mm-hmm. are still going to date. Yeah. Yeah. You're still going to lay up. Yeah. You're mm-hmm. still going to spend the night. Yeah. You're still going to spend the money. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, you are in a relationship. Yeah. <laughs> without let's call without it what officially it is. putting a title on it, bro, yes, you are exactly, still in the. Yeah, that's exactly very, very what true. it is. That's why it ends with ship. You know, it's, 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 it's still the same thing. It's we just try to we try to cover up with a different title, but that's it's still the same thing. So absolutely, still the same. And then, like you said, like I said, we you still end up hurting new people because you don't want something serious serious with that person mm-hmm. but you already giving them almost everything but the actual title that they're asking for so now you got her thinking she the only one and you got all these multiple other chicks also feeling like you know yeah it's a problem because we haven't done the work that's really what it right. comes down to we we too busy just trying to get over what happened in the past right. and, and brushing mm-hmm. it under the rug where we should honestly be giving it more um like you said self-reflection and figuring out how that last situation messed up who we are mm-hmm. right now. And so a lot of times we don't do that. We just kind of dive into something new mm-hmm. and start new problems, start new you know, uh, relationships that should not be formed in that time period. And to reflect what you just said, like, um, like back then I was selfish. I was selfish mm-hmm. in my mind. You know what I'm saying? Like I, had a, I, had a, uh, I put the energy, the time, the effort, and the money. And, um, and I'm giving you good dick, girl. <laughs> you... You know what I'm saying? Like, like you my woman, and I'm your man. But then, my problem was, I half-assed told the truth. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I half-assed told the truth. Just, if my friends, everybody told me. My brothers, tell the truth. Girls like that. You tell the truth, you'll be surprised. Mm-hmm. That they'll yeah, you get further with the truth, yeah. honestly. Yeah. But I was always like, that mental block saying like, no, because if I do that, then she's going to do A, B, and C. So that was, that was that selfish mm-hmm. nature I had to... Not letting her in close enough, so you can, so you don't have to commit fully. Right, got you. So that's almost a control thing. It too, is. Bro. It's absolutely you, a control. You want to be free to roam the streets, and you want her me. just committed to you. And mm-hmm. that, bro, if you go, this is this is one thing I say: the rules of the game is the same for everybody absolutely. playing. Bro. Definitely. Yeah, like definitely. if you gonna play, let them play too. Yeah. Keep keep everything on the table so you know what time yeah. it is. Right. Yeah. And but I, we scared of that though. Like we don't, it's something about possession or something about ownership. It's ego, bro. Ego, that's, that's what it is. It's ego, ego, but it's also some type of ownership. Because I've seen celebrities recently post about this. Like, I want a girl who's committed to me, who give me A, B, and C, and don't say nothing about how they gonna be committed to them in return. It's just one of them things. Like, right. yeah, I want mm-hmm. all of this to be mine, mm-hmm. but it ain't yours. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, it's it's a one way street, and it, like you said, it's a control. It's tactic. a control thing. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. Because I I had to um, with the mental part, like. Um, I already knew at a young age um, 
what I wanted or what I was prepared for. So it wasn't nothing to say like, oh, I can't give you a relationship. But like you say, you act on the relationship without saying, oh, we in a relationship. You know, you yeah, my yeah, girlfriend, yeah. boyfriend, yeah. bullshit, high school shit. But um, I've been in like open relationships where uh, we set boundaries, like where um, we go out, we able to flirt or we able to do A, B, and C, but we just can't have sex. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or like, if you went on a date with such and such, can I do this? And you know, we both agree, you know what I'm saying? So I've been in open relationships and it worked out. So I always thought to myself like, oh man, like I, I'm gonna always be like this. It's fair game. Right. But I, more women I met that was more mature. And not to say that other couples, I mean, other ladies wasn't mature at, at all, but some women ain't going for that. They, yeah. want, they want you too, you know what I'm saying? They suffer by, by yours, but the difference was that they was committed. I was just like, like I was just like I wasn't in a, in a ship with them. Mm-hmm. I was I was just dangling, you know, off the top. Doing time. your own thing, own but thing. but but they wanted something more serious, and you wasn't yeah. willing to. And mm-hmm. I think that's like you said. First off, that's unfair. I mean, I think if people come to you and they're very clear, and I, I, not to even talk about you because I've done it too. I know mm-hmm. for a fact I've done it in my past. Uh, that we just we we get chicks that we know that we like enough to keep them around. Right, right. They already made it clear they want a relationship. They already made it clear what they want from us, mm-hmm. and we like, nah, I'm not, but I'm a, I'm gonna keep you around and, right. and keep you as close as possible so nobody else can have you. Right. And mm-hmm. and you know what's crazy is men even do that with marriage. They mm-hmm. will marry a woman because they know that nah, this is for show, man. Like I locked you in. <laughs> Meanwhile, they continue to play the role of. I'm gonna be out here doing my own thing. I'm gonna be free and all the other stuff. So I think we are we we got to do better with realizing that women aren't ours to begin with. Like Definitely. you know, mm-hmm. if it is, it's got to be a mutual thing. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, mm-hmm. you got me, I got you. Right. So if we gonna have ownership over somebody, or if it's gonna be ego tripping mm-hmm. about who is ours and who isn't, then we got to also realize that this this shoe should we should apply for the. The other person as well for the woman as well. I agree. Um, so I think that's one of the issues that we really gotta to work on as men is not thinking that we can hold on to a woman just because we want her. If we're not really willing to give her what she want, we can't in return expect her to just give us uh, complete. You know, I, I, guess, I say I hate saying ownership, but it's it's exactly what, that's it, what it sounds seems, like. Yeah, yeah. Bro, I said I said this to my girl literally today. I said, men waste so much women's time, bro, mm-hmm. because they they reach a level of maturity. Even if they don't know how to go about it, they know and they are sure about what they want. Yeah. Once mm-hmm. a woman commits to a man, most of the time she's all in. Mm-hmm. And to get to unlock that woman, to get everything that you need to to get and have a happy relationship, bro, is is very 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 simple. Yeah, it's like. Think about think about the twenties. Think about the early twenties, even mid to to late twenties. Mm-hmm. Like women are, they've always been very upfront with you about what they want. Absolutely, they Agreed. they've been straightforward, and a lot of us aren't ready. We haven't reached that maturity. Mm-hmm. We we probably are just now getting to the point where we understand what being a man means. We understand what it takes to run a household and live as an adult and provide and stuff like that for a woman. But until we reach that point of maturity, is it's not gonna happen. So let, let me ask you this though. You said uh you said you we know that we aren't ready for it, right? Do we you, don't do you do you know that do you think that we know it or we assume that we are until we're in it and then we realize that we aren't? It's that's that's a double headed double headed monster mm-hmm. because you can you can think you're ready. 
I mean, for me, I think at a at a high level, I've already known, like, bro, I don't really, I know what it takes to be a man, mm-hmm. and I know that means for me. I mean, that definition can can vary from from person to person, right? But mm-hmm. I know when I think about my future and the woman that I have and everything like that is a I know what type of man I need to be. I know what yeah. level of life that I want to be at and that for me that is I need to be able to provide everything yeah I mean part of that is ego but part of that is like no that is what you are here for it's Mm -hmm. like I have to like let's say something goes south I'm not I'm not really yes I want to have a woman that can pick me up when I'm down as well but I want to have everything at least in order yeah to a, a point where that that's not a problem my bag need to be big enough for to to prepare for any type of type of situation yeah. that can come up out of the blue. Right, and and bro, that's the that's the energy I'm going into with marriage. Before I even ask a woman to be my wife, I need to be able to look at you and say, I want to see you every day for the rest of my life. Absolutely, you know Absolutely. what I'm saying. When I talk about having kids with you, I need my kids' college funds set before I even ask you to marry me. Mm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, that's the type of level of prepared that I want to be yeah. for a woman. Yeah. And that, bro, that's, that's it. You don't, you're not really thinking about that for real in your early nah. 20s. You really out here just seeing, fun, seeing what's enjoying what. Enjoying life. Bro, yeah. but that's, that. a lot of times that's what's projected on us too. Like, you don't, it, without a real male influence, mm-hmm. and I had great mentors. I had great men in my life. I still played the game. Like, (laughs) that's just what it is. You got to see what the game is until you realize, okay, it's time to grow up. Right, right, But that, Mm -hmm. so, that's, I mean, that's that's mainly how I feel. So, so you are probably a very uh, uh, rare uh, example of what, (laughs) you know, most men go through. Because most men don't have those male influences. I mean, I've had some great male influences in my life as well. Most of them are out of state, so they they weren't around me all the time. but I think most men don't have that. Somebody who is single, wants to date, wants a wife, wants family, what what would you say to them in order to, for them to get prepared mentally now while they're single and looking to prepare, prepare themselves for marriage? Now, because everybody's definition of marriage is different. Right. Yep. But what would you say to them so for their own personal situation to be prepared for? Before they hop in yeah, into a, not just marriage, but relationships. Relationship. I mean, because I think the relationship is a platform for what you want out of marriage. What I used to tell, and I still tell, like my younger brothers and other um, um, random people like I hoot with, and I see like twenty one or twenty two, and they're mm-hmm. like working on businesses and t-shirts and entrepreneurship. And then we get to the one man, we start joking around. Um, I always say like, know your self-worth as a man first. A lost soul cannot give anything to a woman when mm-hmm. you're lost. Yeah. So that means you got to be connected yeah. with yourself spiritually and with God. God is going to sh- show you who, who you are mm-hmm. as a man. Mm-hmm. And then when you find that journey, that direction... Now you can find the fruits of, of that flower yeah. somewhere, planted somewhere for you to dig up and allow her to grow. Mm-hmm. So that being said, to go more in depth, so what do you like? You want you want to be an uh, entrepreneur? You want to be a doctor? You want to be a business person? Go for that. Mm-hmm. Focus on that. Mm-hmm. And like Terrell saying, like it's important for you to build your 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 back up. No woman don't want a broke lazy 
stinking <laughs> ass brother. But that go back to the mental though, right? Because if you mentally uh, broke, lazy, <laughs> Negro, you probably gonna always be. It don't matter True. what type of you know. It's one. It's one thing to be broke, but you can't be broke and lazy. Because yeah, if you no. broke and you hustling and yeah, you pouring everything that you got that. into your your dream or yourself, mm-hmm. bro, there is. There is not a person that I know that that's not going to respect that. Yeah, true, but it's true. it's self like you said, bro. It's it's self worth. It's self respect. Like right. you got to have some dignity. Yeah, you have like for real. Yeah, it's, a, it's a, integrity. Like all of that goes into what is a man, mm-hmm. right? Because how can you expect your woman to respect you as a man and you don't respect yourself? Right, you know right. What I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. It's just like answer yourself that you yeah. know. So when you when you get to those uh, dynamics and you start building yourself up then you build your confidence up then you wake up every day in the morning ready like, like you said like being prepared yeah. being mm-hmm. prepared ready you, you and I, I think the other thing because there's a, a lot of I, I truly believe that men will take a little bit longer than women will to be ready for marriage uh, oh, yes, yes. but men have to do more in relationships in order for them to be successful I, I truly believe that I think that women sometimes just have this natural thing about them where they can be communicators they can be vulnerable they can do all that extra some of them can just do it easily Bro, women but women are better than us no they no <laughs> facts facts big, big facts but my thing yeah. is in order for a, a relationship to work a man has to be able to bring some of that same stuff to the table as yes. well yes. um you're not going to be a business partner with somebody who's good at finances and and whatnot and never try to learn mm-hmm. how to also be good at finances and all that other stuff because if something happened to them you want to be able to step in and keep that business flowing. Definitely. It's the same thing in a relationship. If you're going to be in a relationship with somebody and they're good at communicating and being vulnerable and whatever else they may be good at, you should be trying to learn them same skills so that way you can make that relationship as best as possible. Otherwise, you're going to have this woman who starts you know, backtracking because it's like, this dude, he ain't communicating. He ain't doing what he's supposed to be doing mm-hmm. in a relationship. So she's going to start stepping back because she'll be like, maybe he this ain't what he want. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's important for us to, as men to the same things we want out of women to be able to have them same qualities as well. And if we aren't going, aren't willing to work on them while we're single, then we probably shouldn't be out there searching for somebody. Definitely therapy. Therapy, therapy. absolutely, therapy. absolutely, man. That is that is the biggest component to getting yourself ready. It's something that you got to be willing to do. Uh, it's something that I've personally been doing for almost a year now. Mm-hmm. So every every week for yep. yourself or couples? No, for myself. Okay, for That's myself. Um, because I I mean I was in a, a self destructive path. I was mm-hmm. a, a, habits and stuff like that that repeat itself and repeat itself. It's showing in your personal life. It's showing in your relationships. Mm-hmm. It's showing in your behavior and everything else. Mm-hmm. And then it's, it's it was one day I I just asked myself why like. Why am I like this? Why am I doing this stuff? So in efforts to understand, I was like, okay, things that we don't necessarily or have haven't looked at as as bad things like therapy. Like nobody's ever talked to people about going to therapy, yeah. but it's things that it's things that are so deeply rooted in your nature that you don't even understand like why you are doing these things. Mm-hmm. So for me, Having somebody to talk to, an unbiased opinion, somebody that literally does not know me at all, yeah. that can help break these things down and give me tools and stuff like that to to try to implement yeah. to be better, not in my personal life, but in my communications, in my relationships, Facts. Facts. at at work, mm-hmm. in my 
at, in my business, mm-hmm. at, at the gym with my clients. Like mm-hmm. it, it's a lot of things that you can do to enhance yourself as a person. So to bring it all full circle for me, that mental self is doing actually doing the self work and doing it with intent to better yourself. Okay. Like it's not you. I don't want to go to therapy just to say yeah I'm in therapy, but I'm not getting nothing right. from it. Right. Like it's I'm doing this with intent because I want to be a better communicator. Yeah. I want to be a better friend. I want to be a better brother. You know what I'm saying? Like yes. I don't yes. and tools that can help you understand and unlock yeah. yourself to be better for the people around you. So I'm I'm also uh in th- well I kind of just wrapped it up a little bit because I, I felt like I got what I needed. Don't am I done? No, I'm definitely going to go back at some point. I think that there are times where you just may need to take a break, but I I'm a big advocate for therapy, especially for men. But I want to ask y'all, what is what is the reason why more men aren't in therapy? What do you think that men run from therapy or are against it? What is it that causes that? The stigma. What is the stigma? That you're weak because you, you because yeah. you need to talk to okay. somebody. Yeah, it's like I. I never thought about that. I should be able to handle it on my own type of deal. But, is but you do. don't have to no, bro. exactly. Like so much, exactly. bro. As especially as black men, we are told that we have to carry the weight of the world. Mm-hmm. And bro, I mean, we we saying dating ain't easy. Dating ain't easy because you feel like you got to carry the weight yeah. of the world, and yeah. that's that's not the case. Yeah. We we not. We not meant to do that. We are meant to have help. We and, and if you're gonna have a woman in your life, bro, I'm not saying unload your burdens on her, but learn how to communicate yeah. it so that you aren't just holding all of that in and yeah. shutting them out so that when you explode or something like that, it's like, well, you didn't tell me any of this. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know what yeah. you had going on. So how like it's I mean, all of it, 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 it's a it's a passive aggressive move is what it is. Is that yeah, now you you trying passive. to force yourself to carry this burden all by yourself? Mm-hmm. Y'all in a relationship? I don't know about everybody else, but I believe relationships are partnerships. Most yeah, definitely. Yeah. So yes. I'm su- I'm supposed to be able to come to you about some of the stuff that I'm going through. You know what I'm saying? Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. I may not want to unload all my burdens on you, but I mm-hmm. I should be able to talk to you about something. Most definitely. And, and even if I'm not able to talk to you, like you said, therapy to me is the best place to do that because you're gonna get somebody who's gonna really understand where you coming from. Right. They're not gonna hold it against you based off of their emotions or how they feeling at that moment. And they're gonna tell you how to handle or how to even approach telling your significant mm-hmm. other yep. the issues you're going through. But you try to figure that out on your own with no knowledge of, you know, how to get over that. <laughs> right, that's right. that's kinda crazy that's to try hard. to Yeah, that's to hard. take all that that's... on on your own, man, that's it's impossible to do. So I, I truly believe not if you don't cause therapy is expensive. Let's be realistic. Like yes. it ain't something you can just walk in and just do easily. But if you don't have therapy, then at least get some men in your life, some other fellas in your life that are willing to hear you out, that are willing to uh, to to help you out, and then aren't going to judge you based off of what you're going through. Right. I think that's hard to find, mm-hmm. but I think that there are many groups out here, Facebook groups even, um, tons of just places in general where men can vent. Clubhouse. And other men, yeah, clubhouse, all of those. And even mm-hmm. if you could just hear how other men are handling the same situations that you're going through, mm-hmm. it's, it's other ways besides therapy. Don't get me wrong, therapy to me is always going to be my first choice, but I know that that's difficult for everybody to do because it's not inexpensive. It is an expensive thing to do. So to tag on what both of y'all say in an instant, so um, why? Because as a in a relationship, as your partner, you should be able to unload a little bit mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying because men are are the rock of the house where um, I, I worked on myself where I was not emotionally Biden you know what I'm saying like I allowed the girl to unwind and I listened mm-hmm. I gave her that ear but with me 
I held it to myself, and I was okay with that. It made me feel uncomfortable as a man. Why? It made me feel, and this was the reason why, young, I said, it made me feel kind of, instead of being weak and trying to be vulnerable with my lady to try to explain what I'm going through. You know, I probably cut it off straight. Like, I'm all right, man. You know, my boss pissed me off. Okay, that's it? Yeah. <laughs> and she asking questions and you just like nah I'm, I'm right. good though I'm good though yeah, yeah I'm yeah. pushing her off and it's pissing her off cause she said see this is the problem like you communicate but when it comes to your feelings you need to open up okay then you know with another uh, chick talking to and then I said okay let me practice this I'm not gonna make the same mistake that I did with yeah. the previous one cause she worked, she told me what I need to work on I appreciate that mm -hmm. go to her next girl you, you soft you you you, mm. Why are you complaining? Like, mm. stop acting like a bee. And I was just about to bring that up. I think a lot of men sometimes like, get to the point where they don't want to share right. because they've had a woman either throw it back up in their face mm. or talk oh. about how uh, being it's open not. like that is softer or, or not. It's not a no. manly trait right. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was listening to actually The Breakfast Club, and I think this might have been a few months ago. They had Taraji on. They had... Uh, She's a big a, advocate for a, a uh, black, mental health. Uh, yeah. Black, yeah, black therapist. It was like it was like three people. Mm -hmm. But the gist of what I'm about to say is, once they said once a man is vulnerable and it is thrown back on him, in any case, he'll never open up again yeah. to never. anybody. Never. And and like bro, that's that's hard because again, as black men, we are told that we. Stop crying. Yeah. Don't don't show no weakness. Yeah, don't show no tears. Yeah. Don't do none Absolutely. of that. Absolutely. So if being told that literally for thirty years mm -hmm. and it, bro, it's not an easy thing to do to no, open, just to open that. up yeah. and be vulnerable. Yeah. And if you do, and in curve saying you have somebody tell you stop, stop acting weak, bro. That is literally our biggest fear, anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Like you telling me to don't do something, and I tried something that was already making me uncomfortable. All right, you ain't got to show me. But once right, it's right. over, it's it. cool. Lock that down. I'm going and we... back to what I was doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what it myself. is. But it shouldn't be heart. like that, bro. Like, yeah. if mm -hmm. you make me feel like I'm weak for being vulnerable, mm -hmm. then you aren't the person for me. Absolutely. That, yes. Like that. That's what that is. And because I... you want to be vulnerable, I'm supposed to listen, right? Yeah. Right. I am a human being, just yes, like you. I was are. just about like to say that. You. Yeah. I wake yeah. up in the morning. IP, <laughs> yeah, we want breakfast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, come on. Yeah, and I think that's one of the biggest issues in uh in in the whole little uh this whole topic in general is that sometimes we don't get looked at as human beings. We look we get looked at as brick walls. We're supposed to be able to take any and everything. And I think that's just that's yeah that's that's kind of messed up. As men, we we are human beings, like mm -hmm. you said. Mm -hmm. We go through emotions just like anybody else. Mm -hmm. Why are we forced to keep ours in or, right. or look that wrong if we don't keep it in? Right. Um, so it's, a little, it's, like, it's like a little, little situation. It is. But like you said, you have to be man enough. Just like you man enough to to, uh, to to say that you're strong enough to keep that stuff in, you should be man enough to realize that that woman's not for you and let her go. Because mm -hmm. I think too often we hear that from a woman and think, like, all right, I'm going to keep her around because I still love her for A, B, and C. If this woman is not letting you be your full self, your full open vulnerable self that's a that's the hugest red flag there is you yes. know what i'm saying because you're supposed to spend the rest of your life with this person and keep all your emotions locked yeah, in to death through your apartment that's angry. crazy yeah. you don't want to do that yeah. so you should always have somebody who is open to hearing what you got to say mm -hmm. um just like they want to be open want you open to hearing what they right. got to say right. uh, it's a two-way street i think it's a lot of reciprocation that needs to happen there and if you mm -hmm. find somebody who is not 
willing to hear you out, that's a that's a huge red flag. And I, I just I we got we I'm sure we could talk about this for another uh forty five oh, yeah. to an hour, but I'm glad. So red flags is is a is a big thing in, on uh, social media right now. I've just seen a lot of these posts about you know what's a red flag for women, what's a red flag for men, fellas. What is some of the red flags that you could see it besides the one we just talked about, which is obvious because if somebody's not allowing allowing you to be yourself and vent to them and be right. vulnerable with them, that's clearly a big red flag. Definitely but what are flag. some other red flags that we hear about? Um, you know, when it comes to dating with women, and uh, that we should probably, you know, try to swerve around and, and stay away from. For me, I would say, who is influencing you? Are you your own woman? Mm. Once again, so family, family. So when I meet a woman, I'm not, I'm not in a hurry or I won't mention like when I'm going to meet your mom right. when I'm going to meet your brother or your dad mm-hmm. I want her to feel comfortable to initiate that so I'm already got the characteristics I'm already feeling you it's been so many weeks or so many months with you so we cool now let's see who's in your head now. Mm-hmm. why are you making certain decisions why do you feel this way you know whether it's protagonist or antagonist so we get to the family not perfect so when you you get there you know it's on to you Auntie Tiki or is your mama Riri or is your yeah, cousin yeah. who is making you do certain things that's not you out of character out of line or who is actually pushing you yeah and that's a big thing for me because I need I need a woman that have her own voice her own opinion don't get me wrong like your family always going to tell you A B C and D but it's up to you as a man or a woman to de- to, to make the final decision the yeah for decision. sure yeah and not oh every time. She says this. This is what's good for this. Mm-hmm. And this is what she says. It's like, am I, am I, am I fucking both of y'all? Because <laughs> last time I checked, it was just always you. So it's just like, who? But who? I think I think one of the things about that you could kind of see that even before uh, meeting the family or meeting anybody else on the outside because mm. your woman gonna come to you and tell you like, yo, well my friend said this or. Uh, you know, my auntie always did it this way. You gonna hear those type of things that's gonna that's gonna spark it. And be like, oh, that's a red flag. Why? Why everything yes. that you live by is what somebody else said? Like, don't get me wrong. Those may be influences. They may be people that you've been mm-hmm. around most of your mm-hmm. life. But at some point in your life, you should start making your own choices, your own opinions, Agreed. having your own opinions. And then a lot of times, if somebody, if a woman you're dating is never you know, she don't ever have her own say so. Mm-hmm. It's always like after I talk to such and such, or after I talk to a friend, or after I talk to a family member. That, to me, that is a sense of a red flag because yes. that means you really don't have your own opinion. And that yes. means anything that we go through in this relationship, you gonna run back and tell them first. That only what they say is gonna determine how we, me and you, handle it. And that's yes. to me, yeah, that is a red flag. It's like strings on a puppet. Yeah, yeah. Priorities. Mm, okay, mm. absolutely. Priorities. I must say, dig on that. I need to hear. It. Priorities can be a red flag uh-huh. for for me. I'm. Um, I mean, I'm. I'm goal driven. I'm going to do things the most responsible way. Don't get me wrong. I'm definitely going to be irresponsible at times. Mm-hmm. But it's like, what are your priorities? What are your goals? What are your actions set? What are your actions showing about what the, the things that you are saying? Mm-hmm. One of those things for me is materialistic and being superficial. And so. If you if you want to save, I don't know what, twenty five hundred dollars or something like that for right. for a Louis bag and you ain't got twenty bands in the bank, 
bro, that's a problem. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? If yeah. you if you are depending on someone to do things for you that you cannot or are not willing to do for yourself, that's a problem. Speak on it. If yep. you if you want to go out to eat three, four, five times a week and you don't know how to cook. That's a problem. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, wh- what are your priorities? Yeah. Because for me, it's always about the bigger goal. Like, if I'm if I'm dating you, if I make you my girlfriend, at this point, bro, I have intent for you. Mm-hmm. So, what are the things that we are doing to get to the bigger goals? Red flags for me is the nuances of arguing about shit that don't fucking matter. There you go. You know what I'm saying? It's like, can we can we yeah. get past? the small shit to get onto the bigger shit. Mm-hmm. Like that though those are the easiest red flags yeah, to me. Agree and to disagree. I, you know what, we we can agree to disagree. Yeah, like that yeah. that's perfectly fine with mm-hmm. me. But mm-hmm. your priorities are is gonna show me how serious I can take you. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Like, I, like that. I mean even even in dating, because you gotta date somebody before you're willing to make them your girlfriend or mm-hmm. do anything further. But your priorities is gonna is gonna show me that long before we even get to that stage. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's like, well, yeah. What are you doing with your free time? What are you doing? You know, with your time yeah, period. Yeah, because like period, if you absolutely. got if you got too much time to worry about what I'm doing with my time, uh-huh. that's a red flag. I have a lot of shit going on. Mm-hmm. I just I just said, bro. I got <laughs> I got I got a. I'm an accountant full time. Mm-hmm. I got a business full time. I'm a fitness instructor. I'm a personal trainer. I bartend on the weekends, See, bro. I'm, do I'm, you sleep? Sometimes, <laughs> but but you feel me. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the, yeah. the goals that I said earlier is is the things that I'm working so hard for. Mm-hmm. So I need somebody that's willing to work, or not even. I need you to allow me to do the things that I need to do to prepare. The table for you. It's gotta, you know be, what I'm it's gotta be an addition to your life too, man. You can't be coming over, coming in my life and making it harder for me to get the things done that I need to get because done. Because you worried about what I'm yeah, doing exactly. with my time. Yeah, yeah, you know exactly. what I'm saying? Like exactly. I need you to be cool with knowing that I'm really about to go get it for us, uh-huh. and I need support. Yeah. Like, bro, like that's really it. But yeah. I can't have you worried about what I'm doing with my time when I already told you that. Mm-hmm. I can't have you taken away. From the bag that I'm building, mm-hmm. like that, right. like those, those are easy red flags to me. That's that's real. I I got two two red flags. So one is a woman who is like wants to rush into a relationship. Uh, you, if you put a time limit on how long I got to date you, don't get me wrong. I think that you should have a time limit. I think I said this on past episodes. You should have a time limit for yourself for how long you will wait on a guy. But you should never come to me and say, if you're not with me by such and such time, then oh, we yeah. not dating oh, no. no more. You're not about to put pressure on me to jump into no relationship because I want to get to know you. I'm not mm-hmm. dating for a girlfriend. I'm dating for a wife at this point. I'm not even going to make you my girlfriend unless I see you as somebody I could be, that can be my wife. So, yeah. if, so if that is the case, you can't rush that process. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to be no whole year trying to figure out if I want to make you my girlfriend. Oh, but yeah, of course not. You should not be every day we have a conversation. So what are we? What are we doing? No, you, you you should already know that for one, but how I treat you. But you should not be trying to rush this process because uh, like it, taking away. it takes time to get to know somebody. It takes time to 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 grow and be comfortable with somebody. So if you talking about some yeah, two if two months go by and we not together yet, I'm then you can go ahead and be single for them two months and figure that out with somebody else. I can't. I'm not going to be rushed in that process. Um, the other red flag, and it came from something you said. Damn, now I can't remember it. Um, yeah, I drew, I drew a blank. I'll let you, I'll let you think on it, because 
things change after people get into the relationship. Yeah, and that's that's one thing that we've all probably experienced. I see it happen every day because mm-hmm. people start complaining about things that used to be fun to them. People stop dating. People rush into a relationship to be boring. It was like, no, I honestly love the, the getting to know people stage. Yeah, I nice. love the point yes. where it is no no title on it because we are genuinely having fun getting to know each mm-hmm. other. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, okay, I want to keep that same energy going when we are in a relationship. Yeah. Yes. Like that, yes. that's why you can't rush that process. Yeah. Absolutely. It's like, I want to make sure that this is, this is not temporary. I want to make sure that this is sustainable uh-huh. as somebody that I'm going to choose to be my girlfriend. Yeah. Because the people send their representatives in the beginning stages, man. Most definitely. Like, you always going to put your best yeah, foot forward. Yeah, yeah. And, and women, it's an interview. Exactly. And women <laughs> are good for being space. like the the simplistic part of themselves in the early stages. Like, I'm going to be as simple as possible. Then you get with them and you start seeing all these. Like, wait, it flags. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if I had took my time to really get to know you, like genuinely get to know you then them red flags either they're gonna come out earlier and i'm gonna see them beforehand or you're gonna mm-hmm. i'm gonna get you gonna get comfortable enough with me to be yourself and i'm gonna know that you are safe enough to be with versus me just being with you because at that moment it felt good or Most definitely yeah or we was having a good time it was still in the honeymoon stage i want to yeah i want to kind of get past that before we all right now i know for sure you in this for the long haul right uh but yeah i couldn't think of my other red flag but go ahead go ahead Kurt. What, what i learned is uh and two quick things what i learned is um I'd rather go through the ugly stages with you first. And that's why I've made that yearly commitment with my girl to this day. Because I used to be four months in, get bored six months in. It was like a habit. Mm. It was like, y'all wasn't, uh, well. Past women. The past women. They weren't being consistent or what? Consistent. Gotcha. It wasn't. Uh-huh. Um, I was getting bored. And I would say that line, like, it's not you, it's me. And they look at me and I'm like, and I say A, B, C, D. And they'd be like, Damn, so it is you and all that. Yeah, because I'm not. But like you said, you when you first start uh, start off at the friend zone, which is the best, with the girl you taking them out, getting to know each other, you trying, you having fun. You know, you it's always the Cinderella story. Mm-hmm. And then you get in a relationship or get further in, and then ugh, the bullshit comes. With the lady, the pretty lady I'm with now, it was the ugliness. It was the ugliness on both sides of the story. It was. Uh, my issues, her issues, but then after like three, four months, we overcame that. Mm-hmm. And she allowed me to know like, even through goodness and, and, and fruitfulness, it's going to be a blessing. And through the ugliness, I know that you're not going to run because we already started off at, yeah. as friends and getting to know each other and accepting each other and not judging. Yeah. So if I had the opportunity to see the ugliness before, that would allow me to decipher like, is is this should I continue this on mm-hmm. before when we get to the question like are we gonna be in a relationship? So so I first off I agree with you a hundred percent. You got to get past them ugly stages. Don't get me wrong, like ugliness could come up in a relationship too. So it's kind of yeah, almost impossible to avoid it. But my other red flag is this: is passive being passive um, or being one of those where you just won't speak your mind when you feel a certain way. I need a woman in my life that's gonna be upfront with me about how she feel. If I'm not doing something right. If I'm maybe I will check you too. Yeah, check it definitely check me. And don't be scared about it. Because I think a lot of times we women protect men's ego because they don't want to hurt his feelings. Oh yeah. I don't care about that. Like hurt my feelings. I can't grow unless you tell me where I'm I'm messing Mm -hmm. up at. Hurt feelings get results. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And so 
If you're not willing to speak your mind when something ain't right, if you ain't willing to tell me when you hurt or your feelings ain't, you know, you ain't you ain't feeling a certain type of way uh, and you need something more from me, that's going to always be a problem. So that's a huge red flag when you're scared to open your mouth and tell me what you how you feel. And I like that. I love men like that. But you know the problem is then and now in this generation, mm -hmm. so I'm going to say what Japel said, but in a uh, PG version, it's too many soft-ass niggas. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know what I really wanted to oh, say. No, no, no. You know what's true. So, and I heard a lot of women that would be like, when it comes to a woman want to say something to you, and they fear like you're going to beat the hell upside the head or cuss them out or yell because she's trying to tell, mm -hmm. trying to make you Trying to tell you something right. Yeah. It's too many soft That's part of communication, though, is, is also having that safe space for somebody to come to you and tell you when something's mm -hmm. wrong. If they don't feel comfortable telling you something, that's the same thing we going through when a woman tell us we soft for being vulnerable. Like, yeah. I ain't, I, I'm not safe coming to you and telling you when something wrong. So, yeah. But no. a lot of that is still, like, I mean, it's going to revert back to the same thing for us as men, bro. It's ego driven. Yeah, it is. It's like, you, bro, you, if you think that you are right all the time and that nobody can tell you something, bro, that's pure arrogance. Yeah, it's like, that's, yes. that, that's, you're never going to be right all the time. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. to be honest, women can probably see stuff coming a Ten years before it actually mm -hmm. happened, mm -hmm. so I'm they usually telling you stuff in a preventative measure to mm -hmm. try to make sure that you straight. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that that has to happen. You have to be able to be checked willingly. Mm -hmm. It's like okay, maybe I didn't look at it this way. Maybe I maybe you are right, or even like contemplate it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying take what they saying a hundred percent, but it's like it's not being said. For no reason. Right. You talking right, about right. somebody who cares about you, loves you, wants to be with you, telling you about something that they think is going to be a problem for you in the long run. Why would right. you not want to hear that? Yeah. You got <laughs> to be willing to hear yeah, that. Yeah. You got to be willing that to hear that. Now, I don't mean like they snap their fingers and you change, but it means that you can do some self-reflecting. Maybe you agree. Maybe you don't agree. And right. if you There's don't, that's another conversation. Exactly. But mm -hmm. you talking about, I don't want to hear it at all. Like, you don't have no right to come to me and tell me about myself. <laughs> that's well, a red flag. One, one thing that you always got to keep in the back of your mind, and I said this with mine. It's like, bro, we are partners. We yes, are we yes. are on the same team. Yes, yep. I'm never going to say nothing malicious. Mm -hmm. And I have to always realize that even if we are in a discrepancy, if we even yes. if we are going back and forth about a topic, it's not coming from a place of malice. Yep. We are on the same team. Yeah. You and I mean as a as a man, as a dating man, as a married man, as a a single man, whatever it is, bro. Like you always have to realize that that you are on the same team, bro. It's mm -hmm. a will, it's a willing partnership. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, and, and 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 there may be players on the team that put in a little bit more work than the other person, but yeah, that doesn't mean that they're the, the people who ain't got much to say that their input don't have a purpose or have a, a, a you know. Uh, some type of impact on, yeah, your, on, on the on the results, the end results. Mm -hmm. So just because you may be the breadwinner, or just because you may be you know bought the house, or whatever the case may be, does not mean that your wife, who may not have contributed as much, does not her words and her her input does not matter. Right. It should still the matter. Value. So you should value your partner's opinion. Period. Mm -hmm. And if you don't, that's also to me a red mm -hmm. flag. Yeah. Right. Social um, media driven personality. Mm. Mm. Red flag. Yeah, absolutely. It's That's like too much, doubt. too much time, energy spent on social media. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm terrible at social media. I just I'll just put it out there. I don't like it for the simple fact that I know how powerful the influence of it is. Yeah. Like too much energy that is spent on social media. What happens? Other people's business. 
what you doing, mm-hmm. worried about who you following, your your inboxes yes. and all that type of stuff, bro. If it ain't connected to a business, that's yeah, yeah that's definitely a red flag. It's a wrap. Like it's bro, it, it it's Fine. too much. It creates so much self doubt and mm-hmm. self consciousness about things that literally do not matter. Like social media is a tool. It should be used as such, mm-hmm. like you said, to socialize. Business, to, to socialize. <laughs> why? Yeah. Why am I? I mean, now if you on here doing some some bull, then okay, like that's cool. Mm-hmm. But if it is a app used to socialize, what are you supposed to be doing on it? To socialize. You supposed to, you supposed to be talking to yeah. people. Yeah. You supposed to be making comments and doing stuff uh-huh. like that. Like, bro, I, why am I on here to post a picture and get? 500 likes if I'm not supposed to respond to anybody. Now, if people shooting their shots and stuff like that, okay, yeah, you're yeah, supposed yeah. to go Ben Wallace. <laughs> you, you feel me? Right. But you ain't, but you are supposed to engage mm-hmm. with people. I think a, a red flag for me is people that are not willing to allow you to grow outside of them. Mm-hmm. Like, you feel me? I like that. You feel me? Like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. that, bro. That, that, that's re- that's really what it is. Like you have. I'm I'm a social person. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna talk to everybody. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go talk to the the old white man at the bar. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna talk to the Uber driver. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna talk to the the flight attendant. I'm gonna talk to everybody. So, so you basically saying when you act like you too good for people because you because your social media presence that's a problem or. It, yeah. it makes you self-conscious to the point where you don't feel like your person is supposed to talk to anybody. Mm. Like, your person is not supposed to make new friends. Yeah, your yeah, person yeah, is yeah. not supposed to have anybody outside of you. Got you. You are supposed to be my person, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. But that does not mean that does not mean to me that I can stop meeting people. Yeah, yeah. That I can stop making ownership. friends. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Okay. That makes perfect sense, yeah. I've never dealt with a woman that was so... It, you know, wrapped up in social media where they got to that level, but I could see it being a problem for yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm. That's not my personal experience. No, I know, but I'm, it I'm is saying, a red flag for but sure. But it, right? it is yeah. because you can see be you can see that happening so much to where social media is probably the most powerful tool that mm-hmm. we have at our disposal right now. Yes, but you yes. can see the negative sides of it too, yeah. especially in dating. Yeah. It's like when you have legit, I don't know, sixty. I don't, let's say ten. Let's you got ten other dudes in your inbox ready to give you everything that your man not giving you. You think that is sweeter on the other side. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Social media makes it feel as though you have all of these options yeah, for right. more and for right. better, just mm-hmm. because you can sl- somebody can slide in your DM and you can entertain it real quick or right. something yeah. like that. But yeah. I don't know. It's just like when too much focus is on social media for that me, a, yeah. it's it's a it's That's a major a red, show, flag. red flag. Because yeah. the reason why we having this conversation is why. Social media, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm no, saying? It's, it exactly. red flags. Yeah, Everybody's yeah, yeah. saying true. what's a red flag, and this is the biggest one. Yeah, it is social media, and we we would definitely still have an episode where we talk <laughs> only on social media. Sure. But but it that is me. but that's facts though. It's, yeah, it's no, needed. that's facts though. It's I mean, needed. it's too often where even where it's uh where you set these boundaries where you can't even talk to anybody else on social media. Where it's like yeah, people responding. It's like why you why you responding to his comment? Like that shouldn't be a big deal. You should yeah. trust your woman enough to be able to. Yeah, or trust your man enough to be able to handle it where he not going to cross yeah where he not yeah. going to cross lines mm-hmm. um but but red flags aren't only about you know the women or or people that we date it's sometimes red flags in us that we need to to like you know folks and this goes back to the mental health and having the right mental yeah. mindset and i think one of the biggest red flags for men 
is uh, when you are still lusting after other women and you focused on, and you got somebody in your corner already that you want, but you lusting after everything that you see out and about, whether it's a club or grocery store, you know, whatever it is, it's still, that's a red flag when you can't get off of the fact that, don't get me wrong, as a man, you probably still going to glance, you still going to look. That's a a normal human thing. Mm -hmm. But when you Mm -hmm. start acting on it, when you start, uh, you know, mentally daydreaming about it and stuff like that. that to me, that's your own personal red flag that you ain't ready for what you're trying to get into with one person. Um, I don't know if y'all got any other red flags for men, you know, as you were dating. What's a red flag that you could see in yourself? Yeah, like like you said, like to elaborate on that, like selfishness, you know, and I and it, it could pertain on myself or other uh, witness, other um, male friends or cousins that uh, had the same, uh, I'm not going to call it issue, just habits. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? That habit. But the difference is, are you able to check yourself? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or know that it's, it's a problem. So mm-hmm. I, I've been in situations where the, the girl's all that, got her, her shit together. But yeah, I'm I'm with her at the store, I'm at, with her at the club, and I see a bad female, she's looking at me, I'm looking at her, and, I'm, and the only thing that's thinking in my head, like, I'm going to get to her. You know what I'm saying? Like, I gotta, I gotta ask her for her name. Even though I don't get the number, I gotta ask her for her name. Mm-hmm. You know, and when it comes to that selfish intent, it's it 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 should backfire. Saying like, I'm not ready, so I'm not gonna put her or jeopardize her mm-hmm. or jeopardize myself or my mental to hurt her. You know what I'm saying? Because when you hurt a woman and she's telling you that, you know, it it, it can mentally damage you. It can, Most definitely, it can mentally damage yeah. you. You know what I'm saying? So. Um, all the ladies that I heard uh, in the past, I personally called them, discussed what happened, mm. why I did it. They said what they had to say, and it was forgiven. You young? That's a mature thing to do because I don't know. I could, I could, I would forgive myself. I don't know if I'm picking up the phone <laughs> and calling people. A couple though, a couple, a couple, a couple. yeah. Okay, but because sometimes they like you realize that okay. It was really me. Like yeah. I, I really yeah. did you both, uh-huh. and it was like okay, like you have to come from a genuine place of maturity to mm-hmm. say that, like yo, I, I really messed up, yeah. and I I'm sorry yeah. for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yet it was young, it was immaturity. Mm-hmm. I, I've gotten to a place where I've grown now, but I just really wanted to express that sentiment yeah. to you. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And and to me, that's necessary. I've definitely done it with because we've crossed paths again. I don't. Mm-hmm. I just personally don't know if I'm going out my way <laughs> to apologize <laughs> to nobody. Now, if you hit my line again and we happen to, yeah, I'm gonna let you know. Like, talk about it because I've done mm-hmm. that with several women. Because I, who I was in my past, is not who I am now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, definitely. growth and everything else has allowed me to be mm-hmm. a different person. Mm-hmm. So, of course, I want you to know that I am sorry for what I did in my past. But mm-hmm. I do believe that um, um, you have to get to that stage, man. And that goes back yes. to the age thing. I think I, I just think that you get to a certain point point in your life. Where that old Jew, you start recognizing, like reflecting, and be like, "Damn, I was on some trash." Trash. I was on trash. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, like you, you probably knew it in that moment you was on trash. You just didn't care. Now That's you a grown man, you done matured okay. and realized, like, okay, yeah, like okay. if I just being honest, real quick, when I was younger, y'all, I never wanted to be the guy that I became. I, I, I literally yeah. was like, bro, I don't know how dudes is out here doing that. That'd never I wasn't be me. raised that'd, like yeah, this. Right. I got three sisters and a mama. I'm like, I'm not doing this. The moment I started doing it, it's like what they say, Pringles, once you pop the top, you can't stop. I was I was going crazy. And I had to, like, just recently in the last few years, 
reflect and realize like I hurt a lot of people. I, I truly did. And um, it was because of my immaturity. It was because of my lack of, of, of growth and, and even trying to realize what I did was wrong in the first place. Yeah. But once you get to that point, man, yes. Yeah. It's absolutely okay to go back and apologize. It's yeah. absolutely... It, it's, it, to me, that can help somebody else. So now mm-hmm. you don't hurt these people. It don't, that don't, it don't hurt to go back and try to help them as well. So I think that's very important that, yeah, once you get to a certain point in your life, you should be mature enough to to reflect on your old you Right. And mm-hmm. and be able to recognize the wrong that you did, bro. That's for me the the single biggest factor in in helping to change that. I got a baby sister, bro. Mm-hmm. Like she she's sixteen now. Mm-hmm. Like she, yeah. it's that time. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Time. Sure. It's like no, yeah. I need I need to be a, a role model of how a man should be in your uh-huh. life. For right. real, you yeah. know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm 29. I'll be 30 next year. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like mm-hmm. no, I need you to know how a man is supposed to treat you. And of course, I know how I was supposed to treat women. Just chose to do otherwise. Yeah. Chose to play the games. Yeah. Chose to yeah. do the chase and all of it. Mm-hmm. But it's like okay, you you really do have to get to that level of maturity. I had a couple of my clients like just vent to me and stuff like that and ask questions about being a man and when a man is gonna be ready. It's like you. You usually do. All all of my friends, and I'm fortunate to have great friends and a great circle of men. It's like, but you do. You reach that age about late 20s, maybe your early 30s, to where you're like, okay, I'm ready to actually... Have something real. I I done played. I done played out the plays. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like that. That's yeah. what it is. I know what the streets is about. Mm-hmm. I done right. been in the streets. Uh-huh. I done, you know. I've done everything I, I need that. to do. Uh-huh. And I'm ready for something real. But mm-hmm. you got you got to have some. Sometimes it's bigger than that too. Because I like I said, it's like bro, my I don't ever want my baby sister to go through yeah. something that I've put a, another woman through. And mm-hmm. she probably will. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I need you to know how to, to nip that in the bud easy. Mm-hmm. And the, who better to teach you than yeah. somebody that's done, that's done did it. Absolutely. You know, like, for real. Absolutely. Right? It's like, mm-hmm. I, I need you to know how this game go. Mm-hmm. Straight up. Yeah. And it's, it's funny but scary that you said that because my uh, baby sister, she's, uh, I'm six years apart from my brother and uh, my, my sister. Um, she came over today to pick up some mail from my father's house. So we chopping it up. And I'm asking her, how's life and stuff? You know, how how's going? And she said she's focused more on her mental. She's a she's more urban and spiritual. Mm-hmm. And um, I keep her in my, my, my right pocket. Like, whatever. Like, I just call on her at, like, every, like, twice a week we talk. Yeah. Because it's getting dangerous out here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And um, as she was coming up, since she was the oldest for my brother, I made sure I taught her all the game. And I was proud of it. I taught her everything, every move, Mm -hmm. what words, the slang, everything. She knew it. And coming up as 13, 14, when she did it, I was just like, yeah, that's how you do it. (laughs) That's how you do it. And she'll come to me like, Like, she'll come to me like, yeah, such and such saying, like, how you know all this? Like, how do you know I was going to do this? And she was just like, don't worry about it. And she'll (laughs) tell me. But when she got older and she started getting attached and then, you know, got intimate, that's when that chemical balance started coming mm. And me and her was like clocking head. So at this time, I'm like 24, 25. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what are you doing? You, you're embarrassing me. <laughs> this, is not, this is not what you do. This is not I taught you the game. But she was telling me, it's tough. It's hard. And then I had to, you know, before we had that talk, um, I'm still like, but I told you the codes. Mm-hmm. Like, why are you allowing this dude to do this to you? Like, you want me... Calling my brother, like, hey, we might have to strain. I'll strain him up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I need y'all, you know what I'm saying? But just to intimidate him. 
but we finally talked today before she left. And I apologize because I told her like, and I never had the chance to stop back and say like, I taught you the game, but if somebody is telling you lies or, mm-hmm. you know, or, or telling you half truths and you fall in for it because, you know, women, you know, they'll get so emotionally, yeah. emotionally attached. Yeah, yeah. It is hard to break that bond because you keep giving yeah. that person chances that the chances like ladies did for me. You know what I'm saying? Because they believed mm-hmm. in your ass. Mm-hmm. So by teaching her the game, no, bro, you are not leading by example on the ways that she should not be falling into the traps. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like you teaching her the game, but the best way to teach her the game is to lead by example. Mm-hmm. And like that that's the, that's the point where I'm at. It's yeah. like, okay, I can teach you all the game because I played the game. Mm-hmm. And I'll have to show you what it's like to not be played by the game that I'm teaching you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that that's that's really what it is. Okay. It's like I've I've played around, I've done all of that. Mm-hmm. But now I need even though I can teach you somebody that is going to do that, I need to show you what it's like to not have to experience mm. that as well. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, mechanism. bro, that, that's, that's, that's really what that, that is. That is a completely different path for sure because if you, uh, yeah, if you, if you telling somebody the ins are out of the game, they're going to pay attention to those roles but if you tell somebody an example of what a good guy is, they're going to be more likely to just look for what a good guy is versus oh, trying to find uh, flaws in dudes who is telling lies and all the other right. stuff. So they'll, they'll just weed them out automatically because my brother is is better than this. Like I know, I know a guy who is a good dude who knows how to treat a woman. Why would I ever fall for your BS? So I think that's a completely different. Yeah, that's a different way of going. And I think that's a much better way of going. And you could teach them the game too. But I think it also is very important to just show them by your actions. Like yeah, I'm treating my woman white, right. Mm-hmm. This is how it's supposed to be done, and this is what you should be going after, not. The dudes who who gonna BS you for for years and years. But again, bro, they, we have to get to a point of maturity to mm-hmm. even to even have these type of conversations. Yes. So I, I think I think teaching them the game is cool because it, it, they, the rules of it is the same for everybody. Mm-hmm. So right. Right. you probably are gonna run into a couple ain't shit people. Yeah. Like it's it's bound to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you need to know the, what to look for into somebody that is actually has good intentions is gonna do right by you. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So we, one, one last red no, flag go ahead, for me, go ahead. personally, and this is what I, I mean, just thinking back early 20s and getting to the places that I am now, number one red flag for a man is being broke. Like, mm. you can't be broke, bro. You no, can't you be, cannot be you broke. Can't be, you can't be broke <laughs> and, not and, and want to have a woman in your nah, life. Nah. Like, that is not going to work because... Exactly. Like you have to be able to to show them experiences. You have to be able to provide. You have to be able to do things. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like most of the time, when women look for things out, they or older men or stuff mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. is because they're established. Mm-hmm. They have money. Yeah. They can they can take them out to eat three four times a week yeah, if that's yeah, what they exactly. wanted to do. Yeah. You can't do that when you broke, bro. Yeah. Like you for real. You really can't. Like the you getting in arguments because. Your your woman wants to do things and date out. and stuff all the time. Okay, I, I you think, can't do that when you broke. I, but I think bigger than being broke, I think it's having a broke mindset. Because if you being broke, you can get out of that if your Most mindset definitely. ain't broke. Right. But if you okay. broke and you don't want to do nothing, <laughs> you screwed, bro. That's like, <laughs> like you you could you it could be ten months down the road and you still be in the same situation because mm-hmm. you ain't figured out how to come out of that. So. Yeah. 
being broke is one thing. You might want to take a little time to get yourself back together. But right. if you have a broke mindset, that's a forever thing. And that's a bigger that's issue. Definitely. Yeah, that's a bigger issue. Um, so red flags, we done talked about mental health. Um, and I think we done dived into a lot. But fellas, do y'all got anything that y'all just want to vent about, get off y'all chest today? In general, I, and I will start out because I saw a couple of posts today that, that had me thinking like, maybe I should bring this up to the fellas. Um <laughs> woman said um once your dude says phone works both ways pack it up laugh out loud right so my issue with this is because when i went into the 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 comment section it was a lot of men in here who said you know as soon as a man uh talks about reciprocation it's a problem Mm -hmm. and i kind of agree with this to a sense because there are many times where women will say oh i I haven't heard from you all day i ain't talked to you blah, blah 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 but you ain't hit me up either so is it a problem for a, a man to ever open his mouth and talk about how things work both ways? Is it a first off? Is it a better way to communicate this? Because I think a lot of times we will say that yeah, we need some reciprocation, and it get overlooked. But it may be because of how we delivered it. Because phone bo- works both ways is is kind of a True. I ain't gonna say a passive, but like a, a that's an asshole. Way yeah, to say it, it is an asshole yeah, way to say sure. it. So what is a better way to say that? Listen, you know, maybe I was busy today, or. You know, I did. I, yeah, I didn't reach out. Um, so I'm not gonna act like phone, but works both ways. But I do want you to know that you know you you can hit me up, and I will yeah. respond when I can get back to you, whatever the case may be. But trying to be slick and smart or petty with your responses with a woman ain't gonna do nothing but make her be slick. I agree. Because <laughs> women can be pettier than men. Bro, I'll are... be completely honest. I have not found the words to say to make that sound any less <laughs> any less of an asshole. Like, bro, yeah. it's like there's no words to say. Your fingers, bro. No, it takes two. Right? No, that, take that <laughs> yeah, L. Say, take yeah, that yeah. L because you did not hit them up, bro. That, that's that's really what it is. You know what? You're right. I'm sorry. That, and that and that may be as simple as it is. Now now if that is a one time thing, that's that's fine. But if it happens over and over again and she hasn't ever reached out to you within it yet, then maybe there's a different issue. But if this is the first time and she let you know like, yeah, I I haven't heard from you today, but yeah, like you said, just go ahead and take it on the chain and, yeah. and, and oh, it is what it is. But well, a lot of it is taking it on the chin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It <laughs> a is. lot of it. Because you got to pick your battles in relationships, man. Most you definitely. you definitely do. Yeah. Um, unless you got somebody who is willing to genuinely hear out, you you hear you out, and you should have that. But mm-hmm. I think a lot of times you are gonna have to just take some of them small debates on the on the chin and, and let it go. I, I do think it away. is a way to say. Hey, I, I don't think that's a text conversation though. No, definitely that, that's not. not. That's it not a text. Down. That's yeah, not a text yeah, conversation. Yeah, yeah. It's like honestly. You you can reach out to me too if you're th- and I've I've had to say this it's no easy way to say it but I've had to say it if you're thinking about me send me a text mm-hmm. if you're thinking about me call me mm-hmm. like bro we don't have to play the mind games because yeah. you've been sitting here thinking about me not hitting you up all day when you could have hit me up absolutely it's not that I wasn't thinking about you or whatever it was mm-hmm. like I could I really could have been busy. Like, I, I wake up at 4.45 in the morning and mm. my day just going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, sometimes I literally don't look at my phone for mm-hmm. hours. Right. That right. I mean, that's just what it is. Yeah. But if you are mm-hmm. thinking about me, send me a text. 
shoot me a call. Right. And, yeah. and I don't think it's ever a problem to ask for things to be reciprocated, reciprocated no, I don't either. or yeah. just a, a conversation about it. It depended on what you're talking about being reciprocated. Mm-hmm. But if they, if that person does feel like that, they're always reaching out to you first and they hitting you up and they're, they bothering you. Mm-hmm. That's when they'll say something like that. Right. So right. they're mm-hmm. honestly asking for a reciprocation from you. Yeah. They want you to match the energy that they bring. Absolutely. Right. So if you, mm-hmm. so if you get one of those, like, okay, cool. But you like know, you know how to proceed. But like you said though, that is a face to face conversation. I think too often we have these deep, uh, not even deep, but like these disagreements through text message, and tone gets lost in there. Uh, my wording and how I really feel gets lost in there. That's a waste. If you got, if you feel some type of way ever, that conversation needs to either be a phone conversation or a face to face conversation. Period. Cause I need to be able to know that we on the same page. That you're not yelling and screaming at me, <laughs> even though you don't put them exclamation points on your on your text message. I need to know that we are having a calm, cool collective. Because like you said, if you're my partner, it's me and you versus the problem, not me and you versus each other. So it should never be that way. Um, but yeah, I, I I agree. It definitely should be more of a face to face. And like you said, sometimes you're gonna have to just take some of them on the chin and and, and fix what you've been doing. I agree. It have to be effective communication because I found myself like, I'm not going to text this. I'm going to do a voice memo. Then I'm like, man, three minutes. Call me. Call me. I hate them long voice memos. Please do not. Bro, voice memos is, I've just just They legit though. They legit legit for a conversation. But if you going back and forth with each other, nah. Because you want got to say. The longest voice memo I'm going to listen to is 60 seconds. That's what I'm saying. Thank you. Thank you. That's it. Otherwise, pick up the phone. Yeah. That's the only way we have a conversation. And if we got time to text back and forth for a half an hour, we can have a call. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Facts. Mm -hmm. Like that. I mean, that's that's really what it is. Um, I think um, to get off my chest is uh, still relate related to selfishness, but like I asked woman. Is it wrong for you to be spontaneous? You know what I'm saying? Like, do something surprising, you know? For like, me. For me. Yeah. As mm-hmm. a man, I love give and take. So, this is where I'm at in sh- showing and teaching. Like, I'm a giver. So, whether you're having a good day, bad day, because like they said, you don't got to bring flowers to your lady when she's mad. Do it when it's, like, it's been a good week and yeah. it's on a, on a Tuesday. Right. What's the flowers for? I love you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. When she come home and work, run the bath for her. You know what I'm saying? But as a man, I don't expect my girl to pay anything. Like you said, like first date when we eating out, I'm, I'm it's my wallet. You know what I'm saying? Well, on trips, I'm paying for it. You know, have, have a little spending money because you working too, girl. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it'll be nice to walk in. I'm not saying buy me some shoes. Buy me a T-shirt, but it'd be nice to have a little gift here and there. You know what I'm saying? Because I think this goes right back to us being human. If yeah. you like it, what make you think I don't like it? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like if you like this spontaneous stuff I do for you, how come you don't think I I would appreciate that sometimes too? Like you ran like we had the store. I got the bill. I'm, what? That, that, yeah. that'll perk up my whole yeah. day. That's why I say sometimes it's as simple as just saying I get the tip. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, yeah. cool, bro. Uh-huh. It's, it's having a partner. Right? That, yeah, that, that's, bro, that's, nice. yeah. that's really what it is. Don't nobody want a parasite. You want a partner. You want a partner. Like, I, I want. I want you to make want to make me feel as good as I make mm-hmm. you yeah, feel, I or I don't you want, want me to make you feel. I ain't signing up for no dependent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I, I had kids for that. <laughs> 
Like, so yeah, you want somebody who gonna have your back and who gonna be there and, and kind of and not, not the whole fifty fifty thing. That is what it is. For some mm-hmm. people, that may work. For some people, it does not. But mm-hmm. I do believe that you should have a partner, somebody you can depend on, and that you know, not just sitting there waiting for you to take care of everything all the time. That's Fair right. fairness is what I'm in yeah. this for. Fairness yeah, okay. doesn't mean fifty fifty. No, exactly. Because if I'm making a hundred thousand and you making forty, there's no right. way I expect you to do as much as I can do. But right. I saw this on the. Um, uh, and I didn't see the whole show, but I saw a little snippet of this. What's her name? Uh, Fix your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, okay. And she was talking to a couple, a married couple, and she said fifty percent of her check and fifty percent of his check. That's gonna be two fifty percent difference. You know what I'm saying? Because if yes. he's making a hundred thousand, fifty percent of his check gonna be different than the forty thousand that she bringing in. That's fifty percent. Exactly. So it don't necessarily be fifty fifty. But there is still that's still a part of a fifty fifty type deal where you bringing in whatever you can, and I'm exactly. bringing in the majority still. So, mm-hmm. it, like mm-hmm. you said, it's fairness. It's and and it may not be fifty, whatever percentage y'all agree on, but it should be a discussion between y'all, and y'all should have that figured out mm-hmm. what what works for y'all relationship, not just what the rest of the world is doing. You can't reflect and be on anybody else's do what anybody else is doing. Exactly. That whatever y'all works for y'all is the best move. Bro, that uh-huh. leads me right into okay. what I wanted to get off my chest. <laughs> Bro, I, I really wrote this down. It says leading and being comfortable being led. Mm. So as a man, a man okay. of God, I I am being led by God. I'm supposed to lead my woman. I'm supposed to lead my family. Mm-hmm. But you have to be a man that can lead and have a direction that a woman can follow. Mm, like right. you can't right. you can't ask a woman to follow you and you ain't got nowhere to lead her to. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to have leadership capabilities to even get it to get to that point. Yeah. It's like I'm I'm not going to I'm not going to ask you to to be my wife or my girlfriend or nothing like that if I literally can't do anything for you. Right. If I don't have a vision for you, if I don't have intent, if I don't have a direction for where I'm going to take us. And all too often I see that being the case. Mm-hmm. Like women can't follow men. Women are having a hard time finding men that can lead. Yeah. So they so yeah. they feel like they oh, yeah. can do it themselves. And mm-hmm. they doing a damn good yeah, job. For real. Job. Yeah. Like women out here going crazy, uh-huh. bro. That's and and because it's it's not too many of us, mm-hmm. to be honest, or the ones that are like us can't really deal with the strength of a woman that really don't need us or that yeah. or that can't I, I think we talked about this on our, one of the last episodes it's, mm-hmm. the, it's the submissive part of it yeah. they have a hard time being submissive because they don't have or see a man that has those leadership characteristics mm-hmm. exactly. that they can trust and follow you but feel me it, 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 that's part of it the other part of it is feeling like uh, secure and comfortable protected. with this man and protected, yeah, mm-hmm. with this man to to fall back and let him take the lead. Because he's not a leader to begin with, so Most he definitely. he just there and he want to call the shots, but he's not really ready to call the shots. So yeah, that's exactly. that's another big part of it. So so think about it if the if the roles was reversed, mm-hmm. your woman bringing in a hundred thousand, hundred and fifty mm. because she a doctor and okay. that's what she wanted to be, and your passion in life was to be a school teacher. Right. You're not gonna make. The same amount of money as right, her, but you should not. still be able to lead that household. Absolutely, you feel me? Right. Like the discrepancy of income, mm-hmm. whatever that is, like mm-hmm. you should still have the characteristics of a leader. Absolutely, and be able to lead that woman in that household. Yeah. Exactly. She should. She should trust in your plan for Bro, for that, your family. Yeah. That's what. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. And, and, here's and the, that that should not be determined by. How much you make, or Absolutely. how much you bring I home. Agree. That's I agree. your characteristics. Yeah. That's your integrity as a man. Yep. And we we see it in movies. Um, we see I, I seen it in my uncle and auntie household. 
my auntie makes more money than my uncle. So I used to, uh, like 18, 19, I used to spend a night over there, hang out with them, do some yard work with him. He was landscaping. Mm -hmm. So he was a hustler, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, in a good way. And what he showed me without telling me, his woman, babe, I'll be back. Where you going? I'll be back. Take his car, his woman's car to the, getting oil changed. It's when you paying attention what's needed around the house and, and for your woman that makes a woman that's empowered, that doesn't need you, but she yeah. loves you because what you're doing. Yeah. My man, he's a handyman. And also, he's sensitive. He listens to me. He gets the oil chains. When he see groceries, he... But I even asking. But that's back to that partnership because he's mm -hmm. playing his role as the partner. Like, yeah, right. I may not is. be able to take care of all the bills, right. but I know I can do other stuff that make your life easy. Oh, yeah. So that's, that's a, yeah, that's, that's the partnership. Cook, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, you know, clean a little bit. You know, but 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 a lot of times what happens is when men don't have the financial ability to lead. Then they feel like, oh dang, I'm not enough, or I'm not, you know, I'm not good enough. So then they really start doing absolutely nothing in their yeah. relationship. Yeah. So, yeah, it, they feel useless. If you if you don't have the finances, you should have a, the mental capacity to figure out other things you can do yeah. to make yeah. your statement in that in that or not statement to make that uh, make it clear that you are a leader in that you know relationship. Definitely. You have to. Yeah, yeah like it's, it's vital to the relationship. It's vital to yourself too, man. Because if you don't feel like, maybe you don't feel like you a whole lot because your finances ain't in place. But if mm -hmm. you contributing in other ways and 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 got, you know, making yes. a making your household whole because of of how you handle stuff in the household, mm -hmm. you can feel you know uh, positive and and, and, and you know pat yourself on the back because of that. It ain't always got to be finances. I oh, think definitely. we have fell back on finances as being the only goal. But there are men who play, pay all the bills and still ain't shit in a relationship. Oh, so, exactly. so it doesn't really matter about the finances. If that's what you need to be feel like you a leader, that that may be a, a red flag as well. Because oh, yeah. that's, that's only one part Good of it. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's only one. Because providing is not only financial. Providing is safety. Is is uh, like you said, giving or giving somebody a place of comfort to come to you mm -hmm. with the issues they have. Mm -hmm. All of that. That's a providing is way bigger than just finances. Oh yeah, I agree. So yeah. I agree. So uh, this has been, first off, a great first episode of the uh, fellas. Um, um You know, they ain't easy podcast, and I'm I'm hoping that as we continue to go on, we can have way more deep conversations like this. Uh, I appreciate both of y'all for being here. I normally do a recap, but this is a it, it was a lot going on here. But I do know that mentally being in in the right space for relationships or dating is important for men mm -hmm. just as well as it is for women um so men make sure y'all do some reflecting and figure it out yes. what's best for you yes. uh, before diving into trying to find somebody for you uh go to therapy if you can if you can't afford it if you can't make sure you get the circle around you who do not mind picking up the phone and having a conversation with you so you can vent you know, maybe you yes. don't have a, a woman or whoever else to vent to, but make sure you find somebody who you can trust and be vulnerable with and vent and get that stuff off your chest. Um, red flags, there's tons of them. Um, and, and everybody's red flags aren't the same. So mm -hmm. what may mm -hmm. be a red flag for us here may be different for you. So make sure yes. you do some researching and, and, and figure out what it is that you your deal breakers are, what, what you, you know, what type of stuff you just will not, will not uh, allow. Um, and, and be firm on that. Don't just... Because you like somebody, decide okay, I'm gonna let this slide. No, red flags right. are just important as important for men as they are for women. Um, and then we do have some of our own, you know, red flags as well that we need to focus on. And lastly, yeah, uh, we dived into a lot in that little open conversation, but I, I, I think it's important, man, to find out um, who you are 
what you need in a relationship as a man, and what defines you as a man. Like I said, yeah. like you, like Trail said earlier, everybody's definition of what a man is is different. Yes. And um, you got, yeah, you got to be, you got to self reflect and realize what it is, what that means to you, mm-hmm. and live in that and be true in that, and um, yeah, push that. So just to close out, fellas, I need y'all to let the listeners know how they can reach y'all. Um, I plan on having both of y'all back because y'all have some great things to say. But oh, please let I'm the ready. listeners know your IG or whatever uh, pages y'all have. And um, yeah, we'll close out with that. So go ahead. All right, all right, all right. It's good. To, it's good to be back, Bruce. Good to be <laughs> back, and I look forward to a lot of these conversations. You for and sure. Curve, we've been we've been locked Amen. in this thing for about a decade yeah, now. Yeah, it's been, sure. I, I was I was telling somebody today. I'm like Bruce. Like, Bruce was we, the man that owe you. He, <laughs> we, he, he was doing things he should have been doing for us. Hey, he did him anyway. But, nobody uh, yeah, man. Uh, I'm Trill. Trill the Truth on, on all social media platforms. 29 Gemini. Uh, y'all can find Play Crazy Official. Official luxury premium streetwear coming to a uh, coming to Detroit real soon. We got our new fall release hey, coming. Uh, you can go on Play Crazy Official website and RSVP for the uh, dope event. We got a real dope event coming next month that uh real tasteful, and I think y'all would enjoy it. We'll be able to showcase our fall collection. Um, at Jabs Gym, Jabs Gym Eastern Market. I'm a fitness instructor there. Your first class is always free, so just come come check it out. We got kickboxing, we got cross train classes. Uh, just a nice fun way to to ease back into fitness if that's something that you haven't done or are interested in doing. And lastly, rare form training. I got personal training. I do personal workout plans. Whatever you need health wise, I'm here to assist you with. So. And just real quick, do y'all have a, a date for those fall? November thirteenth. Okay. November thirteenth. Uh, I okay, will be okay. dropping the RSVP link. Uh, on my social media real soon. Okay. Um, and the easiest way to, to do it is just go on our website, sign up. You'll get an email invitation link. Uh, it'll tell you the, the location of the event and what we'll be pre- uh, we will uh, be previewing for our fall collection. Okay. okay. But, I mean, it's some real dope stuff, bro. Yeah, like, I've seen we, some we, of the we've previews. Got, man, y'all, we've, y'all got got, fire for sure. we've got Donovan Mitchell. We've got Dwayne yeah. Wade. we got Jalen Green. We've got... We got some real big names that yeah, are man. that are representing playing crazy right now. That's yeah, the only lifestyle we got. Salute to y'all, man. That's yes, amazing. Man. Yes, uh, this your boy Curvin. Um, Want to give a shout out, big shout out uh, to Dating Ain't Easy. Uh, thank you for having me on the air and um, um, give your um, your IG as well. Oh, uh, it's Chase One uh, One K Two B. So how that me, man. So yeah, appreciate both of y'all for being on here. Appreciate all the listeners as always for tuning in. And yeah, man, just tune in the next time. Appreciate y'all. Thank you for tuning in to the Day Ain't Easy podcast. As a platform where opinions are a big part of the dialogue, it is my responsibility as the host to remind you of the importance of knowing yourself. Know what it is you need and desire when dating. We are all different. Our relationships and how we handle them are as well. Knowing yourself will allow you to best decide what info may work for you in your relationship and what may not. The last thing I want is for you to carelessly adopt our opinions as your own. With that being said, please continue to tap in and support the podcast. It is greatly appreciated. And be sure to do the personal work so that you are making the best decisions for yourself. Dating ain't easy, but not knowing yourself can make it dangerously hard.